welcome once again to our, I guess, debut episode of season two of Cortana's Communiques, a Halo podcast, a weekly podcast that discusses the episodes of the television series Halo from Paramount Plus, originally known as CBS All Access. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? Good. And in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you feeling? Uh, Doing all right. Uh, Not too bad. Uh, All's good. And in the province of Alberta, Canada. Hey, everybody. It's Sean. Hope you're doing well. Sean, how are you, sir? I don't ask about events from last night. We're fine. (laughs) Very well. Very well. Um, So... uh, (laughs) Who are we? Uh, well, we're part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, it's a, a website that has numerous podcasts, including this one here. Um, we do have an email, uh, which is darkdiscussions at aol.com. And you can actually uh, email us, but put in the subject the word HALO and whatever you want to talk about, or just simply Halo. And that will allow us to search for your emails in our inbox, uh, because we do get uh, emails from multiple uh, podcasts, as well as uh, a lot of uh, marketing stuff and screeners and things of that nature, uh, because the Dark Discussions News Network talks about all things genre. Um, So uh, we will read your email on the podcast, so if you have thoughts on Halo, uh, the television series, uh, or the video game, or anything related to Halo, the adaption, uh, and such, uh, please email us, and we will read your email on the podcast. Um, also, uh, we do have a, a Facebook group called Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group, where you can join in the conversation about Halo or anything else genre-related. And on www.darkdiscussions.com, uh, Sean, what else can people find there? Uh, you can also find the link for Patreon, which is a way that people can support different creators. So it'll take you to Patreon, and uh, the podcast, the, the whole Dark Discussions podcast thing is all free release to everyone, but there's a ton of expenses behind the scenes uh, for running the website, keeping all the, the different podcast episodes, all that good fun stuff. Uh, so if you were able to do any financial donations to us, it would be appreciated. Even a dollar a month can make a difference. Um, if you are able to uh, donate $5 a month, uh, you get to actually put uh, a movie that you would like to get a review done in a draw, and it will be drawn every quarter. And so for every $5 you donate, you get a movie choice, and you can do, you know, if you're able to afford more, then, you know, you can pick multiple movies or however, you know, you can have how that works. Um, but the point is that anything you can provide financially keeps us going and is much appreciated. If you're not able to, knowing these financial times that we're all in, understandable, but you can still help by um, sharing podcast stuff on uh, social media and just getting the word out for us. Um, And again, just thank you for any support um, and giving us an opportunity to be able to do this. So thank you. Indeed, indeed. And uh, you can actually find this podcast in a number of places, including www.darkdiscussions.com. 
where each podcast episode is released. Um, also, you can find it on the Cantana Communique uh, RSS feed, uh, which can be found anywhere podcasts are found, such as Spotify and whatnot. And then, of course, you can uh, find us also on the Doc Discussion podcast feed, because any podcast that your co-hosts that you hear on this podcast uh, do uh, are also plopped on to the Doc Discussions uh, podcast feed as well. Um, all right, so that's pretty much uh, the house cleaning. Um, so we're back again to talk about season two. Season two uh, has a new uh, showrunner, uh, David, uh, and I'm not sure how to pronounce his name because I've never heard her pronounced, but it's either Veena Viner or Wiener, um, but David Wiener or David Viner. And he is uh, taking over uh, from the original folks uh, that did it, which were, I believe, Kyle Killen and Stephen Kane. Um, this uh, season, season two, uh, has been released, uh, the first two episodes on February 8th, 2024. So number one, Sanctuary, and number two, Sword. Uh, we're recording this on February 12th, 2024. Uh, for some of our listeners like Pam, who are always curious when we record some of our episodes. Uh, we will um, probably record mostly on either Mondays or Tuesday nights and get the episode out uh, early each week uh, for the remaining, uh, I think there is remaining six episodes uh, for the season. Um, the Halo series is getting an 82% Rotten Tomato review from critics, uh, but audiences only give it a 64%. Um, and uh, we'll discuss that uh, because, again, uh, I'm sure a lot of folks who are watching the series are watching it because they're fans of the game. And I know that um, Sean... Uh, you actually watched uh, two years ago when we did season one, the Halo uh, YouTube video, which is like a three-hour video that yep. talked about the entire universe and whatnot. Which is very helpful and very interesting. Yes, yes. And, and so if you're not familiar with the games, uh, there's pl- plenty of opportunities on YouTube to learn about the universe. Uh, while um, if you are familiar with the games and watch the show, you, you'll you'll – uh, know whether or not uh, the show works for you. Um, all right, so uh, anybody have anything to add before we go around to discuss our first uh, thoughts? Uh, just that I was going to say, Phil, that it's the silver timeline is what this TV series is based on. That's okay. what I found out. So that it's not the main line. This is just an alternate version, I guess. So just this explains why there's differences from the games, and what we're watching. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So, like, are we, are we talking timeline differences? Are we talking technology differences? What are we talking no, about? We're, we're talking, like, timeline. So it's just this is an alternate timeline from the okay. main one. Yep. Okay, so this is what it says here. Uh, executive producer Kiki uh, Wolfkill. Revealed that the series is a standalone story that takes place within its own silver timeline, that is separate from the inspired, but uh, it's separate from and inspired by the core canon and lore of the transmedia. I wonder why they couldn't do their own time period that doesn't mess with a similar timeline. <laughs> so, so it's it's it's. Uh, 
so it's ra- ra- so it's its own thing rather than a continuation, adaption, prequel, or sequel. Explaining yeah. that they wish to give the two Halo canons a chance to evolve individually to suit their media. This decision has been compared to the, how Marvel Studios has adapted the Marvel comics into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hey, I sure. guess that's that's fair yeah, statement. But. Uh, I don't know. to put put on their their big boy pants and, and realize these are adaptations. We when when they adapted the Godfather, they didn't have to say that the movie version of the Godfather right was the Corleone timeline. You know, no, it's it's changes happen. These aren't real stories. They didn't. They're not portraying real events. Right. It doesn't have to match exactly the time. That's why I find it it, odd that they're talking about it. Well, there's a big difference. I I understand why they're talking about it. I'll tell you why. Because Mike's example of The Godfather, there was some changes, most certainly. Uh, Some characters were eliminated completely, obviously, for the large ensemble cast from the book. But the book and the film are fairly well uh, alike. Um, and the story is a true adaption of the story, even if it is uh, streamlined by uh, removing some characters or, or combining some characters. Here, it's a completely alternate storyline that has it, that they're saying is separate from the game. Yeah, but they're they're just they're backpedaling, um, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's exactly say, what I think. Yeah. Now. I'll, I'll just get the cards on the table again. I played the first Halo game. That's it. I like the first Halo game. I always wanted to get to the other ones. I never did. I have only played, played it peripherally, so I can't really say I'm enjoying the story, but I have read some of the books, um, so that's where my experience comes from. Right. I've, I played no. uh, most most of the games, most of the games, including the, the last one. Right. And so should, if I... If, go on, Mike. Sorry. Okay, so I have no devotion to the, the the Halo game per se in that same way. Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly with the first season, it's premature to judge the second season. Um, beyond these two episodes, uh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And to me, it doesn't matter whether it's true to the timeline or not true to the timeline or to, to right. the, the the games. Yeah. Um, but some people, like I had a problem with like the Resident Evil adaptation because it was because I really liked those games and it, it, it was an action thing as opposed to a booty horror thing. Um, you do expect someone to go in with at least getting the general genre right. And by which I don't mean like science fiction, but is it action? Is it thriller? Is it uh, suspense? Um, is it comedy, right? Depends on what, what the material is. Nobody wanted to see the like the grim and gritty Super Super Mario Brothers movie. Yep, yep, but, that's fair. But anyway, um, it, it, they made changes. Either defend the changes or don't defend the changes. Don't say, but this is because it's an alternate timeline. Right, It's yeah, exactly. That seems kind of lame. That was where I was going with it, and they, you said it way better than I could. Right, and, and, and to be honest, I'm sure most of the folks who um, – decided to watch season one anyway, um, not most, but a good portion, are fans of the, the source material. Um, and the source material is pretty solid. I mean, Sean, you, you, you said you watched that three-hour video, and, and that really explained a lot of stuff. The games, 
are almost like uh, cinematic in the in the way they're played um, because they tell a story. So, well, you know, so it depends on um, when you come in and it's a little different. That may be the difference between the eighty-two percent from critics who probably don't play the video game, and so it's just this is just new to them versus the sixty. 4% or whatever it is for regular audiences who, you know, so that's a 20 point spread or 20 percentage spread between critics and audiences, probably because the audiences are more familiar with the game and, and started watching it because they love the game. But go on, Bert. Yeah. So I just want to say this is one of the things I do like about the Star Wars universe and that they do. There's some books that are canon, some that are not. You get this whole confusing thing going on and I don't want to see that in other other areas. You can you know, comic books, it's a little different for me because there's so many timelines in comic books and they you're do right. so many different things. But right. when you're talking about a series of books and movies, you know, I know there's games here involved as well, but they, they also follow their the timeline. Um, I don't know. It just kind of bugs me and I don't want to see something like the Star Wars crazy Star Wars universe well, that we've got also, now. Like comic books have had multiple worlds, multiple realities going all the way back to uh, the flash of two world comic in the 1956 or so. Um, and so this is a tradition in comic books where they have multiple conventions and different timelines and as they, so when they reboot it, you, you make a new timeline, which gives you Mike, the ability Mike. to go visit other timelines. Yep. If I could yeah. just interject for a second for Mike. Uh, Mike's point is an example is that, for example, the Joker, his origin story is like like five or six different origin stories depending on which version of yep. the timeline comic right. books that you're reading. So which artist, the, which artist and all that. <laughs> right. right. And <laughs> like they did just recently the, the Spider-Man No Way Home, which had the – or the, the, the Spider-Verse stories where you have – Every iteration of Spider-Man is on the table, whether it was from the, the live-action TV series of the 70s, whether it was from the 60s cartoon, from the original comic, from the modern comic, from the Tobey Maguire movie, and so forth. But the Paramount has no intention of doing like a, a, a crossover between dimensions in, in, in Halo, between this Halo and the other Halo. Right. This is this is just attempting to hand wave away the, the, the criticisms that they don't want to address head on. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I think we have to recognize. Um, I'm just looking it up now. Paramount Plus has 21.4 million subscribers. Now, I don't know how that compares to the number of people who have played the Halo games. Um, but you have within the pool of like people who played the Halo games, the number of people who have devoured the novels, the comics played through every game multiple times and committed the lore to memory is a tiny, 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 tiny percent, right, of the X millions. Paramount's trying to reach the 21.4 million Paramount subscribers, uh, who I'm guessing the majority have never played Halo. Or maybe like me, have played it a little bit. But Mike, uh, sometimes... uh these type of networks will create uh, a series or get a IP 
to create and create a series so people will subscribe to in other words grow their their thing for example when peacock got the rights back to the office a lot of people uh immediately signed up for peacock so if you have fans that are of halo in the game they may want to subscribe so i i feel that it may be more than just trying to keep or make it for the 29 point something million that are presently part of peacock i mean part of yeah, but it, it, it but it didn't it didn't help peacock nearly as much as they hoped it would you mean there perhaps. were some people you mean perhaps. um no, I mean, I mean Peacock, the, the Office thing. Oh, oh. Sorry, a lot sorry. of the people who were watching The Office on Netflix were watching The Office on Netflix because it was on Netflix and they were subscribing to Netflix. Right. And when The Office oh, oh, left, they switched over to The Office or not The Office, to Friends or Seinfeld or Parks and Rec or some other show. And so it didn't really have that, that brand loyalty that they were hoping it would. No offense to The Office fans. I'm just saying it just it just didn't happen. I'll, I'll, I have not not done research on that, but I'll, I'll take your word that, that you would read something like that. Sure, that's fair. So continue. So, if your goal is to bring in the Halo fans, then you should make it that's to appeal to the Halo fans. If the goal, but they didn't, so I'm guessing their goal is to try to appeal beyond the Halo fans. I still think the casual Halo fans and non-Halo fans are going to be a lot bigger than the hardcore Halo fans. You know, so like you you mentioned Star Wars. I, I, I have often tried to get through to these people uh, who don't understand. When you have the millions upon millions, if not billions of people that have watched the Star Wars films and compare them to the tens of thousands of people who read the Star Wars novels, they are not going to hamstring the next Star Wars movie because there's a plot point that contradicts something in the the Dark Jedi trilogy that came out in 1994 that a few thousand people have read. You know, it, it's, it's just not going to happen. I totally get that, but then don't make them part of the universe or have them write about something that's not part of something that's going to affect your universe. I don't know. It's just, it yeah, bothers but it's, me. The problem, the problem is the fans who insist that it be there and they don't. When I was growing up, you had Star Wars novels. And you had Star Trek novels and Star Wars comics and Star Trek comics. I was never had the impression, I was never under the delusion that anything that happened in them was necessarily "quote unquote" canon or going to. Well, but uh, then we're running into where they're saying some are and some are not. So they're well, cherry picking which ones they want and which ones they stories. don't. Their stories. I, I understand they're all that. Stories that's all made up. We, right. we we need to we need to but, unbutton the top. But they're going to alienate people by doing that. But 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 yeah. I also think Mike, that comparison isn't necessarily a good one with Halo because again most people who uh, know of Halo are probably those who who play the video games, not the, the, the books and stuff. As, as Barrett, mentioned. yeah, I think so, that's probably likely. Right. So, so you would think they they would do the same thing with Star Wars as they do with Halo, which is focus on the stories that are canon. Rather than the the side stories like like the books, for example. Right now, I, I do think I think some of the demands aren't reasonable. I don't think it's reasonable to think that Master Chief should have gone the entire by the end of the season eighteen hours without having taken off his helmet. Right, the game is focused <laughs> on Master Chief. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> on the field, 
and in battle. But but they they could have done that because they do that with that 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 television Disney television Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. Exactly. exactly. He still removes his helm a couple times. So I mean, it's not. Right, I think the times, right? I think the focus on that is just a waste of time. There's bigger issues than right, that. And that's it. There are much more important issues. <laughs> I, I think if they really wanted fidelity to the games, what they should have done is done a movie, which is what they had been trying to do for years. That's because true. a movie, you can put all the money into action sequences. You could do something like Dread, where he goes through the entire film. Right, the, the modern yeah. Carl Urban Dread, not the oh, yeah, Urban without taking his awesome. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and unfortunately, if that's what you wanted, that's not where you're going to get. Right. So to some degree, if that's where you're going to fixate on, then this is not going to be a show you should watch because you might as well just rub your buttocks over a cheese grater because that's what's going to be going going to be happening every week. You're just torturing yourself, expecting them to live up to some uh, ideal vision of Halo you have in your head. You should just recognize right. it and move on. Right. And sort of like World War Z, which we reviewed years ago, the movie, which is which you knew going into that, the movie adaptation was going to have very little in common with the book. Yeah, because the way so, it was written. <laughs> right. So if you're going to go in and see World War Z, knowing it's different from the book, and then be mad that it was different from the book. Well, that's that's your fault because you already were mad that it was different from the book before you paid to see it, and you just paid to confirm what you already knew. And in this case, if you you, you know going into this, you saw the first season. If you didn't, then that's a whole other story. But you saw the first season. Um, if it's the helmet thing you're stuck on, that's not, that that's something else. The question is, do the well, Things they add work or not work within the context of well, well, it's it's not even add. It's not even add. It's it's what they don't have. For example, in the video games, uh, you you see the aliens almost continuously. So here you have to because you can have you have right, but you have a a whole a whole episode, for example, that won't even have an alien, and also. With with the game, there was a one of the games. I think it was Halo Three, where you actually play as the Arbiter. So half the game you're playing as the alien. So the aliens, you see the perspectives of the aliens. Never mind the perspective of uh, the humans and Master Chief. So I I'm not quite sure what this well, because, is because yeah, it's because it's real world. There's a budget, and in a video game. Literally everything on screen is computer generated. It doesn't cost any more money to make an arbiter than it does to make a secretary. And in this, in the real world, you can film a secretary for a whole lot less than what you're going to film the CGI arbiter for. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, I want to make one more point about you know books versus movies versus shows. Now, I understand that, yeah, some are going to be canon, some are not. There's a smaller audience for the books, whatever. But there still has to be a general timeline that should not be violated to some degree. I mean, you could have time periods that you're doing books in that aren't affecting the timeline you're in for the other for the movies, for the other medium. There has to be some kind of master document to, to go over those things. Otherwise, yeah, why even link them up? You could just have a different different world entirely just seems dumb. I don't know. 
That's me. Uh, well, no, that's fair. I mean, because, you know, if someone wanted to make a Star Wars movie based off of, you know, one of the books, um, and it doesn't follow at least the first uh, three movies, meaning meaning the, the originals from the 70s and early 80s, um, then people go, what the hell is this? This isn't, this isn't Star Wars. So, yeah, yeah I'm not... I'm not asking for total fidelity to a text in any no, way. I mean, match up in the broad strokes. Right, exactly. Like Lord of the Rings, I thought was really well done, whereas The Hobbit, I did not think so. <laughs> that so, is 100% true. This is kind of like the Last of Us thing that we had, right? Where we understand that you can't take all of the stuff from the game to the series. Yeah. But you actually do, if you have a series that has zombies have zombies. If you're going to have a series that has aliens, have aliens, right? Again, I know budget and all that kind of fun stuff aside, but I mean, I can see where if you just came in and this was just generic sci-fi series, then it would be a different thing. But when you're attaching the name Halo, that comes with a prestige, right? And yeah, you you may only have a are a couple million or whatever, I don't even know what the numbers are, for for who are the hardcore fans, right? But you're you don't you is it a situation where you want to push them away too? Like are you trying to like be so general that they yeah, I would say in most instances anyone? if you appeal to those hardcore fans, you're gonna be more likely to get other fans because they're gonna to go to their friends and get them to watch it. Right. And that's what I would think. But Right. And, I'm not in the business. So. I think they set up, if, I don't know what the, remember the pre-advertising for the series. They make it very clear in the first episode of the first season that this is set earlier than the Halo games take place, or at least the, the, than Halo 1, because A, they don't, we haven't found the Halo. Right. Two, they're, they're not really well aware of the aliens, and the war hasn't started yet. And that's certainly an interesting story, but you know that going, okay, that's what they're doing. But this well, is going back to say the World War Z analogy. You don't say, come see the World War Z movie and then not put any zombies in it until the last minute of the film. And then say, all right, but you want the zombies to come back and see the sequel. And then say, but you're, the zombies aren't actually going to attack until the last three minutes of the sequel movie. Right, right, so you're making a Halo movie without it, without without Halo, without the Halo ring in it. Um, yep. And I meant movie TV series, and they drag out even a cameo appearance until the very last moments of the first season. And now, as Phil mentioned in the chat, uh, it's like, are they going to actually wait until the last episode of this season to get us to, to Halo? And, and I have a <laughs> feeling that's exactly what they're going to do. And yeah. At some point. You know what? When you're when you're when you're you're paying your hooker, you, you want you just you just want to get down to business. You know you don't want yeah. to be teased the entire time. A little foreplay is fine, but come on, let's go. <laughs> no, come back for next season. That's for the next one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they they unlike other television series released all the titles of all the episodes. And when you see the last episode of season two entitled Halo, that frightens me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because we were hoping we would get to it at the end of the first season, and now we're going to wait till the end of the yeah, second season. That was season a psych of- out. Yeah, that was a total psych out. It was just a dream, basically. Right. <laughs> so, oh, and, yeah, just, yeah, go and, um, and I am, I'm, my, my brain is blanking, what I was about to say. Um, oh, this is, well, I mean, this is supposed to be a fall of reach, which uh, is my, I, again, I, I, I've heard of. Uh, that seems what we're doing. Uh, one thing I want to point out is that the reviewers, apparently, uh, I dug around some reviews until I could find one that, that answered this question. The reviewers got the first four episodes. We've only seen the first two. Because I kept seeing in the reviews, this season has more action. And I looked at the two episodes that we've got, and I just was wondering what alternate timeline the reviewers were living in. <laughs> um, because there's not more action, and there just isn't. And um, you know, and again, you know, if I I was perfectly happy with something like The Expanse, which was a very uh, dramatic. Uh, politically heavy, dialogue-driven show in a lot of ways, plot-driven show, with some action, but not huge amounts. Um, but this is based on an action franchise, right? So you kind of expect it to be an action-y thing. Um, yes, yes. So so this may be um, where they're saving the money for the big stuff in the later episodes. They cut back from nine episodes to, to eight. I have no idea how that has or has not affected the budget. Um, but the other thing is that they listened, they've modified or, or revamped the series according to feedback from the fans. And I don't think they did. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't be something I would bring. Yep. Okay. Really so, don't. so from my perspective, I'm still enjoy. I'm enjoying the show. I enjoyed the first season. We rewatched the first season. Um, my wife likes the show. She has no experience with halo in any way shape or form and she's enjoying it so i mean i don't know it's it's got issues when with the things we're talking about but there are some things about it that are good too so I'm i'm also curious if there will be the flood because i swore in season one when they released the trailer there was the sequence where we thought it was the flood and it wasn't, and that was like a whole swerve. Yeah, that they gave that's us. right. That's right. The, the, yeah. the thing I was going to say, and, and this is just my weirdo perception of it, it feels it's like Godzilla stuff, where the gods, when you're dealing with the kaiju, it's awesome. When you're dealing with the silly side human stories that are thrown in there and chunked in there, it's less enjoyable. So there's aspects where I think this is good, but there's certainly a lot of aspects where it feels like you're just chunking stuff in that to me, I don't really care about. And it's again, just me, but I don't care about, and I'm wasting way more time on that stuff than focusing on whatever we're actually supposed to be doing kind of thing. But that's, again, well, I, that's just my take. In my head, I just had this conversation between like the showrunner and a fan. He's like, no, no, we listened to your feedback and we changed changed everything. We got rid of the stuff you didn't like and you kept the stuff that you did. It's like and so, oh, so you you got rid of uh, the, the the Kwan character, that Asian character nobody cared for. Oh uh, no, no, she's she's still here. Oh, okay, but at least you killed off Maki, right? The human uh, working with the uh, with the aliens, right? That we we all thought was stupid. 
She was oh, killed that... in the last in the last <laughs> season. And now she's back. Uh, no, yeah. Well, no, no, we got her back too. Yeah. Oh well, what about uh, the 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 Soren, the the bounty hunter that had nothing to do with what was going? No, no, we got him back also. Oh. All right. But but you got oh. more Cortana, right? Oh, no, no, we got rid of Cortana. We got rid of Cortana. <laughs> <laughs> What's okay. funny is I'm liking their storyline for Soren and Quan better in this season than I did in the first season. Um, I, I like some of the things that happened to Soren in this episode, the first episode, or is it the second? I can't remember now. I think it's the first. Uh, but, um, so yeah, it is kind of funny that the things that everybody said they didn't like, they are still there, but I like, I at least like the storylines they're going with more than I did that last season. And if the stories have a point and they're in the. Yeah, they need to combine moments right do they do they tie into each other in a way that is rewarding which i didn't think like the quan story was last season and i like bokeem woodbine so i like soren as a character but i didn't think that you know he was a vital addition to the franchise either he's not but i think he could be interesting um if they make him part of the storyline well, it, you know what? It, it was like speaking of the Godfather. Father, it's like uh, Robert Duvall when uh, Godfather Three was made uh, wanted the same money as you know Diane Keaton and, and Al Pacino and so forth, and, and that made sense because his character was huge in the first two films and was in my and he was Robert Duvall yeah, exactly yeah exactly and so so when they wrote him out that was stupid yeah but but. If Soren, he's a good actor, whatever, but he, but he's a nobody. So I could just have them write him out and not be a problem, you know. But they decided not to. So I, I don't know. I, I, I have to say the thing I like most about the first two episodes that I watched is a lot of the politics going on and some of the backstabbing that's happening. I've found that interesting, um, more so than last season. So I'm, ho- I'm hopeful for this season. We'll see. All right. Well, I have felt. Oh, go ahead, Sean, please. Yeah, no, I was going to, just to tie on with Barrett's stuff, I'm going to be, again, the, the weirdo on my stand. The more I'm watching how corrupt everything is, the more I'm just like, glass everything. Let's go Covenant. I'm team Covenant at this point. Because yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're kind of making that point. I mean, when they had, uh, how do you say her name, Mackie? Um you know, she was saying that humans are not worth saving, whereas Master Chief thinks they are. I'm hesitant to understand why he thinks they are well, after well, all that well, has happened well, to well, him. Well, in the in the game, they're not despicable. So it, it's just weird that they decided to go misanthropic and and whatnot in in this TV show. I, I don't know why they went that route. I, I, I just don't understand. That. I thought there would be enough drama between the humans fighting the aliens who are trying to wipe you out, as opposed to having to throw in all the extra Well, this is the age-old problem of every story that we have these days, is that it always has to be the battle between the factions of the humans. I mean, you can look at The Walking Dead, you can look at pretty much every show does this now. Yeah. I think you could streamline it down. To if just want, having if, it. Put it way, if I wanted to see that crap, I'm going to watch Saving Private Ryan. I, I don't need <laughs> to see it in, in a fucking yeah. zombie, a zombie or a space show. I mean, I, you know what the hell's going on here? This is pissing me off. I want, I want yeah. Covenant, and I want Flood, 
and I want Master Chief. That's yep. it. Yeah, I want, <laughs> alien, I want alien battles, and we're having more political battles, which are fun in this episode, which I didn't feel they were in the last or in this season, but not in the last one. But it's still not the story that I want to see. I want to see them fighting aliens. That's, I want to see the elites. Yeah. yeah. All right. But either way, a, um, yeah, go on, Chip. Oh, the one last thing I was going to say, this would be like House of the Dragons without dragons. Yeah, right. It's oh, actually oh, oh, worse. Oh, oh, it's oh, actually last, worse. Actually, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like Last of Us without zombies. Oh, that's a joke. Because there is no zombie. There is. There, there, <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, I missed it. Um, yeah, it's... Damn, this is decompressed storytelling. You know, going to like in the old days before you had serialized television and everything was episodic. You came in, you told your story, you're left. Captain Kirk came to the planet, fucked the green girl, flew away. Right? That was that was it. Yep. Yep. Right? And 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 it, and then you never heard about whatever space STD he picked up uh, along <laughs> the way. Couldn't we don't have time for that. It's a new episode and we're moving along. Um and now it's like, well, no, we're gonna we're gonna do an episode about the trouble they have getting into orbit, and then an episode of them infiltrating the culture, you know, and meeting the green girl. And we don't end up banging the green girl until like episode eight of the season. And what used to be one episode is now stretched out to seven or eight episodes to milk the story. Now, part of it is because you're you're milking for all the drama it's worth and getting into the depth and details and trying to tell a more interesting story. And sometimes that happens, and sometimes you just drag it out. Well, the other thing is we have way less episodes now than we used to. We used to have 24, but they still want to tell each character's story in an episode. Like, oh, we have to have one based on this character for this whole episode. Well, when you only have eight episodes, you don't have time to do that. And when your series doesn't make it past season two, that was fantastic that you spent all this time yeah, giving a... that never pays off. Exactly. And like what you, like what you were saying, Mike, before about like how we're waiting in the first season for storylines to play out. You know, maybe they'll pay off. Maybe they'll pay off, and then they didn't. It's like this is what you don't want to have in your um, story watching or whatever, right? Is you don't want to be sitting there that like, oh, maybe this time it'll pay off. Maybe this time it'll pay off, kind of thing, right? Like you would hope that you can just enjoy the story and that it makes some kind of sense and it's somewhat applicable to whatever material it's supposed to be pulling from. Right. So let's, let's um, talk about the episodes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've been bashing on it for a while and there's still things I liked about the episodes. So, right. So what what we do here is we're assuming everybody's watched the, the, the two episodes because they're uh, interested in the series and they just want to hear uh, other opinions um, on uh, what they saw. Uh, so similar to uh, reviewers and whatnot. And uh, <clears throat> we may be closer to the 62% in the audience than what they read from critics. Um, and, and though we're, we're quote unquote fanboys or nerds, or whatever, if you want to call us any of that. Uh, we we try to be as fair and uh, legit as possible, uh, even if it's uh, a tar- – for example, if, if the Star Wars, the last 
movie sucked, we're going to say it sucked. We're not going to just say, ooh, ooh, it's Star Wars. We like it. So, (laughs) you know, like a lot of people do. So we're talking about Halo, though. So uh, let's talk about these two episodes. Um, So uh, where do we want to start? Who wants to begin? Well, I want to stay, and just because I know I'm not, I'm not going to be a fan of the this at this point. I still think that the music and the special effects are phenomenal. I have nothing wrong with the cast. I my concerns are more just like with directing and the story aspects. But in regards to the music, music is great. Special effects are fantastic for what they give us. And as I say, I have nothing wrong with the cast. They're doing what they're told. I just wish they were told better stuff. Sure, sure. Um, I'll, I'll right. say the special yeah, effects are like generally it. good. I thought there were moments in the second episode, particularly with the with Riz in her little trial. Yep. Um, say that again. With who? Riz. Riz. When she was trying to go up the mountain. Or the oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I thought they, they it, it wasn't great. It did look more like a video game cutscene because the animation wasn't terrific and it looked a little flat. But I also want to point out that any criticisms of the effects or criticisms coming from 2024 me, whereas you know me in 2000 would have been blown away by it. Um, we are we are spoiled for good visual effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say I was actually very kind of bored by the first episode. I preferred the second episode. The part of the story I'm 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 liking most really is the one about the the problems of the team and dealing with their personal modifications um, and how they're being treated. Um, and I'm liking that a lot more. I kind of like the the bit for Halvey, what little we saw of it. Um, uh, that that's grabbing me more than just Spartan uh, John's rather uh, introspection issues and um, some of the larger politics. But we'll see where that that takes us because it's I, I'm not seeing anything I haven't seen before. Ooh, the new boss pretends to be nice, but it's really secretly a jerk. I've seen it. Um, it's not building up any suspense, and it feels like we're going to make make a lot of work to get us back to where we were before. But we'll see. So we're 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 heading towards a conflict episode three. So maybe they get some of that paid off more quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, I have to say I like the first episode better because of the the elites. We got that. That was cool. Um, but uh, as a full episode. Um, I, I don't think either of them stood out. I, I felt it was specific scenes from each that that stood out. Um, but, also, a fair point, and I think that might be my problem with the first one is that the closest thing it has to something interesting to me really was the first scene, which was ninety-eight percent of all the action in the first two episodes. Right, right, that's true. Um. It was still done in a way it was everything was in mist and was shrouded. There was there was certainly stuff in there that I I question. Like I don't understand the whole point with the mystics that you started the show off with. Um that are insisting on getting nuked with the rest of their planet. <laughs> the woman looked like Ben Kingsley though, so that was kinda interesting. 
If if they were making some meta commentary on the fact that they're going to dispense with the mysticism of the first season, uh, that I, that did not kind of come across to me. <laughs> that, uh, that was what they were trying to do. It just seemed to come across as we want you to empathize with these morons here. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're refusing to to abandon their second home. Right, this is not their long held ancestral <laughs> home. They've already been moved. And they don't want to move again. Maybe they just don't have enough boxes to pack up. But, yeah, I had no empathy towards them whatsoever. And their planet is definitely being glassed. I mean, that, right. what's, what's happening to it is not like, you can't live there after this is done. So Yeah, these aren't the people laughing at Noah building the ark and they don't, because they don't believe that, that a flood's coming, not to touch another sore point for you there, Phil, with no, the flood. No, no but, um, yeah, um... These are people that know what's going to happen. This is like, but it's coming. It's it's coming. No, no, I we wait here for God to save me. I refuse to leave my home. No, no. Okay, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I hope they weren't looking for empathy there because they're just stupid. I mean, okay, die with your planet then. No big deal. I wouldn't have waited as long as everybody did for them. Well, they're trying to con- cause conflict between the troops there. And the the people there, because they were really without whatever that shepherd's name or whatever that guy's name was that was looking uncooperative with the the people. And so, I mean, I guess there's there's they were trying to pull that stuff too. I don't know, but it just seemed like okay, what like what are you going with this, right? I mean, other than it, like if you want to have an attack, cool, let's glass stuff let's get the action going we don't need to deal with the the people who are on screen for 30 seconds and really didn't have any purpose at least i didn't see any purpose to it really but i do like the mystery of why did they glass the planet after they were on the planet why didn't they just start with that well, I get the well. My idea was that they're doing training stuff, right? And that's what they're doing is they're doing training. First, Maybe we don't know. And we then, seen yeah, well, I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, at, at least, that, at least that's what they said in the episode, right? That they think yeah. maybe they were doing training, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. Master Chief thinks. Yeah, they're training. But this, the hero story says that they're doing a thing, and the only counter response is the doll on your head. Then you know <laughs> the hero is right. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. There's no, there's no other explanation offered. So that's that's what it is. Because the hero is right, and the hero is always right, and that's basic storytelling 101. Um, by the way, I just want to point out: here we are in the year 2024, and uh, police have cameras in their cars. Many of them are walking around with the cameras mounted to their shoulders. Uh, many of our military walk around with cameras constantly, uh, but um, the Spartan team in the year ten, yeah, five thousand, whatever, no cameras, no, no nothing recorded, <laughs> anything that happened in that battle at all. None of the people evacuated saw anything. Yeah, that was kind of a lame storyline. That part. So of my it. question too is because Phil, you'll know more about the actual equipment of the Spartans' helmets. Did the, does their relay not provide any of that, or is that just the the showrunners just forgot that? 
What, what, repeat that once more. The, the re, with the helmets. In what, regards what? to like the helmet technology, right? That the Spartans wear. You would assume that it have communications relays of some kind, including possible visual. That you would think you would then be oh, able yeah. to. Like, it's just, so is this just a showrunners forgetting this, or is this was this not part of what the Spartans had as their in their uh, their actual armor? Uh, yeah, I, I, I brought it right up here. It says a heads-up display um, can be manipulated by the wearer at will and are most prominently used to acknowledge orders or report complications. So Spartan 2s and 3s also use them as an efficient channel of non So would you think that a bunch of elite might be a complication? <laughs> or am I just you know, pulling at straws here? Well, no, no. I mean, I mean it's put it this way. This is uh, advanced way more than us and yeah you know, we're, we're already talking about in 10 years from now you know these, these whether it's facebook or apple or, or somebody well we'll have glasses where you can uh put on and you can manipulate and see things in the real world that aren't there but still manipulate them uh yeah. as we go forward and, and, and this has been done in, in numerous yeah places. they've already got that They've yeah, already got that. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to read a really good book, read uh, Demon D A E M O N, and it's it's a um, sequel uh, by Daniel Suarez, and it is really really uh, impressive. Um, and and so here, this is like hundreds of years difference in us and technologies is way better than what we have here. And like you said, Barrett, they they already have it. So it it makes no sense that that right the, these helmets aren't. What? They don't have video going on. They they would have yeah. people back in the strategy room going over everything that's being seen and going, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do that. Well, don't yeah, they, we, we, don't we, they have we, Overwatch? We, Come on. Dude, dude, we had that in Aliens from 1980-something. <laughs> you, right. you know, we're in, we're in, they're in the hive. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going on here. I, I, I just don't <laughs> So that, that's a that's point. like supreme gaslighting, right? <laughs> we didn't see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that that was really. Weird. I mean, I know they said they lost communication when they were in the mist and on the top of that hill on uh, the, the, the this planet, uh, Ross Kostka. But, but his fucking helmet doesn't record. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's that's. There's, there's no room for a uh, a flashcard. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, 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 I mean, right. I, I mean, I mean they, they, put it this way: they have they have black boxes that that on airplanes when they crash. You know. Right. So, I mean, and these I, guys have to be billion dollar assets, right? Yes. Right. It make it makes sense that you're. Technology does not work in the battle. That's a great way to treat your situation. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so, no. So these are flaws that some people may slip their mind, but but apt and uh, very observing people like yourself, Sean, immediately picked up on, and and that's a really good and fair observation because it makes no sense when when you look at it. It's, I, I, yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's a huge flaw. Yeah. yeah, it's it's well and it's the John You're a best warrior. You're celebrated throughout the throughout the galaxy. You're a highly trained billion dollar asset. 
with <laughs> years of experience. We don't believe a word you say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's all because his emotion chip was removed. <laughs> oh, man. This is what happens. Now, now let, let's talk about the new head of uh, Sparta that took over for uh, uh, the doc. Uh, I actually like that actor. Yeah, he was in the Vampire's Diaries or the originals. Yes, yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he always plays villains. So yeah. right when I saw him, I was like, okay, he's, he's, a, he's villain. a villain. Or, or, he could be a, or he could be a villain. But as an oh, actor, so it's a, it's a story about the military and there's a man in a suit. I'm going to guess that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So we, we got him and... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know he talks to Master Chief, and I know Master Chief has talked, you know, and he put it in his report and whatever. And then Perez, the, the, I think that's her name, uh, yeah, who he, the... he saves, doesn't put stuff in her report. But again, whose report? Whether she left it out intentionally or not, as, as we find out. The point is, is that she was almost dead. So who are you going to believe? The person that's in, almost in a coma or the person that, that was healthy and saw the whole thing and he's telling you that the least were there and then they they could have killed me or at least I would have to fight him again, but then they, they pulled back. But not only that, he's, he's over her in, in like command rank. It's not right. like, you know. Right, that's true too. <laughs> And it comes to the point where, and I guess, you know, if we've, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but where you have these machinations in these little side areas in the shadows that are more important than the actual trying to save your freaking species thing, which takes over. Like, it just, I get there's always going to be opportunists. I always, I, mean, I understand Oh, yeah, that. there will be. And, and, be bad people. But to have it always, like... Right, sabotaging your own cause for I I don't know what your actual game yeah, is. Yeah, well, then, I mean, I can, dead, I mean, I we see it right now in, in the real world, but but yeah. we don't have to see it in the in the TV. We, they, they could have been like twenty years ago when when the real world it wasn't as bad. Why not go with that instead of doing the real world and it's just more of the same crap that was in in the real world. Because it, yeah. it is crap. It's crap. I, I, I rather see. I mean, some of that stuff can be good, but if it's not, it's not serving the main purpose of what we want to watch, which is aliens fighting humans. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then we get back into the Walking Dead stuff, where you're having more time fighting the other dumb humans. Yeah. Than the actual the actual threat, which is and, and we want to show how cruel humans can be because we know they're really cruel. Well, so we know they're cruel, but we don't need to have it down the throat again, right? Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, we, we know humans suck. We always know that there one in in ten are going to have some behavioral health issue, like cluster B, or they're just going to be evil, with, even if they're not behavioral health. But, yeah. but. The other nine at least have something going for them. And, and so. And this well, is where it comes yeah. to One Piece being such a different series, right? And I will go back to it now as my like go to series where you had characters that made sense, that were actually likable, so you actually wanted to follow them and have good results, as opposed to having right. a bunch of all this, like, oh, we're throwing you swerves and throwing you this swerve and stuff. And. Like, you're not serving the story like Mike was saying, and all you're doing is, like, 
throwing stuff that doesn't need to be there when you could be focusing on the story. Right? right. If you can't tell the just the story, then maybe you shouldn't be telling the story. Right. Well, all right. Well, well, let, let's do that. Let, let's ignore the machinations of the government and all the how people suck. Let's talk about the Spartans, some of the team members, because we got Riz's yeah. story is, is now taken off. She was one of the better characters I liked in season one, and I thought they were going to kill her off um, because they kept on focusing on Akai. Uh, 125 yeah. instead of Reeves. But now this season, they're, they're focusing a lot more or as much uh, as Reeves, at least in the first two episodes, specifically the second episode. And I would argue that, that Reeves is a pretty uh, solid human being. for yeah. what she, So so wh- what do we want to talk about that? Let's, let's talk well, about we, the good people here, maybe. Go on, so I was going to say the, the fun thing that I noticed, or at least maybe this is just me, is uh, Vanek the the big gunner guy um yes. he reminds me of like the role of like drax with dave batista right. he's just saying stuff that really doesn't apply to anything but he thinks it's like great so that <laughs> aspect was fun yeah yep yeah yeah i mean i mean it was it was the typical grunt language that we would hear from aliens oh, no, you know, i don't know yeah. what it's like so so, but 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 it was it was it was solid enough. Because, I mean, yeah. it didn't it didn't annoy me because the characters weren't scumbags, they, you know, and it they, wasn't constant either. It wasn't yeah. like he was constantly doing. He was doing it just enough for and, me to chuckle. And he's and also go, it's funny. he got his emotion ship removed. He's he's like he's watching nature videos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was great. Right, right. That that was great. <laughs> but the so, yeah, that was a cool, nice contrast. Right? The Riz story is cool to follow, and it, she's a character you can be empathetic with in, like, her side story stuff. The stuff with Kai, because you see that guy's trying to manipulate Kai, and yep. her, you know, watching what she was saying for her wording, because he was looking to try and trip her up, right? Anything to, to take down Master Chief. And you could see her catching or realizing that, you know, he's trying to play her kind of thing. So that was kind of cool. But it still and kind of works because you see her questioning Master Chief later on. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is I like the fact is that you're giving at least our core sport Spartan characters are likable enough. It's just the rest of the people may not right. be as much. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I like what they're doing with, you know, with the, the other, like our Spartan characters and what, they're showing us for now, and I hope that there's more. Well, well, that, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Is is that there, there's three sets of characters I've noticed here. There's the characters that suck that we don't want to watch. There's the characters <laughs> that we, that that we just don't like because they have nothing to do with with Halo, really. So they suck, and we don't want to see them. And then there's the Spartans. So why don't they just focus on the Spartans and just get rid of the other crap? Get rid of Kai and Sorin. Well, because I mean, Kai, then you'd have. Uh, Taiwan, whatever it is. Because then it would be four yeah. episodes long, and you could have released that as a as a single epic like movie. Um, and I think that's that's a part of it. Um, I think there's other aspect to it too, which annoy me. Um, uh, and but I don't want to get into that here. Um, yeah. but because I don't want people taking it the wrong way. 
And I, I think, like, like really, I don't care about Quan. I like Soren as an idea, as a character, but it's taking us away from the story. You you could really have condensed this into uh, they find, you know, Spartan, uh, sorry, John goes through what he, he, he goes through. Uh, they come back. They dispatch the Cobalt team. And and we don't know why, and then the Cobalt team disappears, and our team decides to head out to go find out what happened to Cobalt team. And you could have squeezed all of that into a 45 to 55-minute episode, um, and there would have been no Quan, there would have been no Soren, there would have been no Halsey, there would have been no uh, Perez, uh and I think it would have been a, a, a tight storyline, but it would have been one episode. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, it's they're, they're, they're stretching it out for good or bad. And, 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 and these things have a budget, right? If you're going to stick to just the Spartans and the action stuff, it's, it's expensive and people, and then yes, it's not my money technically. I mean, it is cause I'm paying for Paramount plus, but uh, I, I'm not the bookkeeper. But um, you know that that's a that's a practical reality, right? You're, you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck if you have a good human drama than if you have uh, a science fiction human battling alien story. But then you actually have to write a good story for a human. Yeah, drama. that's the problem. That's the difference. The, <laughs> um, the and, one thing and, I, and I, to, oh. I do think that there's a problem that they could do something. Hypothetically, that's like because there are, and again, that you're talking about human beings. There are contracts at hand, right? You know, with you know, how long did you sign the actor, actress for? You know, or do they have like pay or play where they're going to get paid whether they film or not? Um, and and hypothetically, they could always um redeem, say, the Quan character with a good story. But the problem with that is that the people have to still have to give a shit about the character. Yeah. And and you can poison the well to a certain degree, so so much so that, as far as the audience is concerned, there's nothing you can do to re, to to get them to care again. And I have a feeling that's where they're going to be with with at least with Quan's character. The only place to watch new episodes. And the thing I was going to say with uh, like because I like uh, uh, yeah, the guy. Uh, sorry, I can't his name. The gentleman who plays uh, Sorin. Bokeen uh, Woodbine, I think it is, right? Is it right, Mike? The the actor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bokeen yeah. Woodbine right there. Yeah, he's a great actor. I l- absolutely loved him when he was uh, in Sopranos and when he was in Fargo. Uh, but, 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 but he's not Robert Duvall. Well, no, no. That's the... <laughs> No, he's and, and, and he's not Robert, and he's not Ed. Uh, he's not not uh, Attorney Hagen either, Tom Hagen. Right. Well, my so, thing, my thing, my thing was that I was going to say was the like the whole stuff where they're having like the trial auction and oh, like why you that had nothing to do with anything. Like I mean, you could have facilitated how they were going to trap him a different way without this. Like, how much time was wasted on that stupid auction stuff? Right, that that made it. That, I, I mean, obviously, if you like grunge or punk or, or you know Mel uh, Gibson's uh, third Mad Max film, things like that, it, it's it's got this cyberpunk or or, or punk atmosphere, or whatever. But and and it's pirates. But you're right, you're right. I mean, I mean, it, it was it was 
a lot more than, than I expected. And it took a while before Soren told his henchmen to go talk to the curly haired guy. Um, I thought that was going to happen immediately that, you know, there was cut and then they would go to that scene where yeah. they have him in the back room, but no, not at all. It was, a, it uh, was like a whole half hour to an hour into the episode or whatever it was. And, and it was like, that was weird. Um, so I, I see your point. It's like you said, Mike, um, they're taking, uh, scenes and, and they're, they're just expanding it to, to make it longer. Um, and, and, their idea is cool because everybody wants to see cool pirates and, and pirates and cyberpunk is great. Yeah. You know, circus, not, circus, you... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's circus and bread shows that, you know, it, it like and wrestling crap and all that. But, but first of all, it's not original. And, and second of all, that's what we're here for. I'm not here for that. That's not, they, they don't have none of that crap in, in, in the game. They got none of that. Well, I mean, the game is simplified down to just combat against aliens, mostly. So, I don't know. Right. Well, that, yeah, I, I mean... You, Comparing you know, that way, I don't think it works for me. But I did like how he gets betrayed. I thought that was fairly fun. And you could have done that a different way without having to spend so much time doing that. I agree. That definitely Doctor could have been stuff. shortened up and still been just as good. But they chose not to. But they chose not to, so... But these are, like, <laughs> this is the stuff it, that's it, like... It, it, it was a little contrived too, the way they set him up. You know, bringing him across the universe and then into this dump ship, and then they're all there waiting for him. And it's like, oh. well, they knew that was what was going to work on him to get him out there because yeah, of but, his but, his but, need to get Halsey. Right, but but the curly haired guy, if he if he was really a bounty hunter or whatever he was, <laughs> I mean, Soren had put his guard down hundreds of times around this guy, they, they could have just used a blow dart on him and he would have been knocked out. He said, all right, we got to come and pick him up, guys. Uh, I don't know. He was in his place of power and the four families were trying to get rid of him or the families were trying to get rid of him. I don't know. I liked yeah, it. That's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, here's the thing. I want to follow. I, well, there's going to be, uh, there's a follow up. It's hard to judge. Why do they want him? Why in the world would they go through all this time and expense for this one particular pirate? Well, he's a titan. Well, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, he's a billion-dollar investment. I mean, we don't know that they spent that much on him, but he is a huge investment to the the UNSC or whatever. All right, well, let's say they bring him back to UNSC and he somehow rejoins the Silver Team. Did we have to do a, a... a season and a half to for a story where we have this uh, spot and that's that's gone rogue and bring him back. Well, again, I think that the first season did not utilize his character well, and I I did not see the point of Juan's storyline. I mean, maybe we're gonna eventually get payoff on that. I want though, there's one episode where I actually enjoy the Quan character in the first season, and that was where she actually does stuff and they kill all those guys. That was a good episode, but still her storyline was pointless in that whole, whole I season. could see. Yeah. I could see something like Riz has to is either dies on the mission because of her injuries or her injuries eventually just force her to into retirement. Um, and they put, Soren in her place, so he's now part of the team. Because I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if people 
and, and I, I Sam wouldn't be shocked because I liked the character, and therefore everybody must have liked the character. But um, I wouldn't be shocked if they like got feedback that we like the character, you know, and he should be involved more. So what's a way to get him involved more? Make him part of the team, and then but it makes sense that they yeah. retrieve him. I could see them doing that if they weren't involving Quan in it. And I still did I miss it or why is she there on the pirate haven anyway? No idea yet, or I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah. They don't she's explain that. She's an indentured servant, right? And she That's killed a, a bunch of tag. people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how did that happen to her? I mean, we just don't know and that I think for me to buy into why she's in this season, Well, this is like well Nobody liked her character. Well, what if we make her badass now? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> how? We just write it. We just say she's now a badass. Well, they made and her kind of badass at that in that episode I was talking about in the first season. But yeah. well, it and, – and that kind of redeemed her character a little bit, but not her storyline. And now they've just right. brought her back in without explaining why she's there. She just happens to be indentured now. What the fuck happened? Give me something. Anyway, well, rant, rant over. <laughs> no, that, that's fair. I mean, there's a lot to rant about. Um, I, I do like Mike's point where, yeah, I, I mean, Soren's a good enough character that, and we know about him enough now, and, and we know that he's smarter than the rest of them probably because he doesn't have the, the, the motion, anti-emotion chip in him, that – the whole thing was corrupt, and he was being used and whatnot. Um, and so he's uh, angry versus the other folks who are confused and and melancholy. So it would be good to have him back in the fold as a Spartan. Um, but I just wish they would get it there as soon as possible. And, and yeah. he's just a good actor. Having him in that role would work. So, he's good in the scenes, right? It would be great to yeah. have him. But if yep. we have to wait to the last episode of the yeah, season I'm, when we have this, like, ugh, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, he's as gritty of an actor, you know. His look, you know, like, like we said, you know, the new guy that's heading the Spartans is, is always plays the villain. This guy here, Bokey Woodbine, always plays the the uh, the rough and tumble guy. You know, similar to like Gandolfini, always played the the mob guy, and on and on. So this guy could fit perfectly with all the other actors. Uh, that are playing the Spartans. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I mean I, I'm not a huge fan of the guy because you know you see him here and there. It's like big deal. I don't watch TV um, that much, but but he's good. So I would be fine to have him there with uh, Riz and Kai and Vanek and the rest. It's just that uh, if they just killed him off, I wouldn't care either. But if they did bring him in. I just wanted to bring it in as soon as possible because I don't want to see another 30 minutes each episode just talking about his story and him going through trials and, and having to re, re-go through training so he can be a Spartan, you know, because I'm worried that they're going to do, you know, wax off, wax on like they did with Arya in Game <laughs> of Thrones, you know, and I, and, and I don't need none of that shit. I just don't need it. So, or, or Daenerys taking eight seasons to get to friggin' Westeros. So I, I just I just need his character there now. I just kill him off. I, I don't I don't I don't need his story, a separate story. Uh, but they're gonna do that because his wife uh, is is gonna go after him, as we know. Um, and they still have his son with with 
uh, K. Kwan. Kwan, yeah. So, well, well I, I don't know what's going to go on, I, but I, I just want to see Spartans and, and Covenants. I just want to see them. Yeah, I, just want, I, I want to see, see battles. Yeah, I, I do. I want to see Halo. I want to see the Halo. I do. I do. You know, but I don't know. But I want to see the actual war, you know? Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. If this is pre-Halo games, right, and episode four is entitled Reach, we're going to see a big battle. Because that's what well, the aliens are going to wipe out Reach. Because that's Unless they just talk about it off screen. Oh, that God, stuff probably. happened. It was pretty big. <laughs> <Again, laughs> the critics saw the first four episodes. So that took right. us through to the Battle of Reach, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and these are the critics who are saying that there's more action. Now, we right. know there's not more action in the first two episodes, all joking aside. <laughs> but again, it's, they're, they're, they're saving it up, I'm guessing. And they're not saving up for the last episode because uh, the critics didn't get the last episode. Right. So right. I'm going. I'm working. So I'm working on the assumption that we will get all of this in Reach. Uh, all the Reach stuff really, really soon. Yeah. Well, episode four. They they you said the critics got the first four episodes. So right. if they got the first four episodes and the critics aren't lying or or hyperbole, then we can assume episode four, which is actually entitled Reach. We'll we'll have some big battles. It could be yeah. it could be a whole like like battle episode, and that would be pretty awesome. But we won't know until February twenty second, twenty twenty. Right, and if you can't handle it, you you, you do what uh, Dark Discussion podcast co host Eric Webster does, then you just do not watch it until the entire thing is ready to sit down and stream in one sitting. Right, that is true. You can do that. Yep, and and. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, fine with 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 you know weekly episodes. I prefer you know it all be dumped at once because then I can just watch it whenever I want. But I I did mention that um, in when Game of Thrones was coming out weekly, if if they had released it on the big screen on Sunday nights, never mind on the Sunday on HBO, I, I would have paid you know the, the twelve bucks to watch a Game of Thrones one hour episode or fifteen bucks whatever it is. On the big screen, so um, I, I I I I would think uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Don't ask me why. But no, I, I, I think they're going away. Like even Netflix now is not dropping everything at once because they realized what they were getting was the series of one night stands instead of a relationship. Right? People would talk about yeah. the latest season of Stranger Things for a week where people would talk about Game of Thrones for, and Walking Dead for months because those were going one at a time. And if you want to have a cultural foothold, right, you, you know, like, say, Seinfeld did, um, where every week people would talk about whatever that latest episode is, you, you, have, to, you have to be able to have sustainability more beyond just one week, because those conversations, those water cooler conversations, get more people to tune in. Say, oh, what is everybody talking about? To make sure everybody tunes in, um, and then it has some again some resonance beyond that one weekend in which you binged. Right, that's true. Well, I do want to say, episode three is 
um, called Visigard. And Visigard is one of the big towns or cities on Reach. So maybe we'll see something in episode three called Visigard uh, as well. Is that where they were headed? Is that where where Cobalt came on Reach? Yeah, they are. You're right. So. All right. Well, that was the whole point is that the Cobalt team was dispatched to Reach where they already are. Where they are. (laughs) Right. So. I'm just trying to figure out if there's going to be yeah, you by the names of the of the episodes. What's going to be have? Yeah. Right, 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 exactly. And there's so going to be Visigard. You've got Reach. What do you have after Reach? There's going to be a big battle at, at Visigard, I would think. But uh, you got you got Alaria, Onyx, Thermo, Pile, and Halo. Thermopylae uh, would be a reference to the ancient Greek stuff, right? Battle right, of well, right. Well, Thermopylae. Well, is that the the Battle of the Three Hundred? Yeah. Right, right. And, Vi- and Visigard is is uh means high castle in, in Slavic. Um let me see what Illyria is. Uh Illyria in, in Halo uh is the second and outermost planet uh in the Eldorus system. Okay, so it's a planet. So that's a planet that has a lot of minerals uh and they're terraforming it. Uh, let's see. Illyria was colonized, uh, initially prospered, and faced challenges. Blah blah blah. All right. During the Covenant War, Illyria fell out of UEG control and its economy collapsed. During the Human Covenant War, Illyria fell. How, how now it stands as a dry, desolate world. Its people struggling to survive. All right. So that's what Illyria is. And now. Uh, what was the Greek one called? It was called Thermopylae. All right, let me look that, and then I'll look up Onyx. Um, Thermopylae in Halo is uh, uh, let's see, is the seventh episode of the season. We know that. Uh, there is no further details. Uh, oh, here it is. There's an achievement called. There's an th- achievement in Halo. Video games called Thermopylae. So then it would be a stand against them, right? Where it's a, yeah. a small group of people against a huge number, right? Yeah, so th- like- yeah. This is what it says: is players must win 300 multiplayer games. Uh, this achievement is worth 10 gamer score and also grants the Silver Slayer nameplate. So I guess that is when you play against other people online, uh, right. and if you win 300 times, you, you unlock it. But if you're going with the actual idea of the Battle of Thermopylae being a huge army versus a very small army doing a holding action, right, to the death. Well, then, well, it, then it would be, yeah, go ahead. Continue. No, then, so then you would think it would be the Covenant coming against the Spartans who are trying to hold off whatever they can to save whoever they can until. Well, Daily, I got, right? I got, I got another reference. Is the Thermopylae class supercarrier is one of the largest UNSC ships. Okay, cool. It's a, it's a class, so so you know, like like I, uh, I could just see it though, especially again, there's Spartans. Um, yeah, that this is that, that this is going to be something referencing the historically uh, historical battle of Thermopylae, uh, which was the basis for. The 100% historically accurate movie 300. 300. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, right, and Onyx with with, with Gerard Butler and uh, Lena Headey. That is correct. Uh, Speaking of Game of Thrones, that is true. Um, uh, Onyx is uh, let's see, is a planet-sized forerunner megastructure located in the Zeta Doradus system. Onyx was composed of trillions of Onyx Sentinels. The artificial planet's ultimate purpose was to guard the entrance to the shield world proper, a Dyson sphere held in a miniature slip space bubble. During the Covenant War, uh, Onyx became the headquarters of the Spartan 3 program and witnessed the massive three-sided Onyx conflict in 2552. At the battle's conclusion, Onyx disintegrated, leaving only the Dyson sphere intact. Uh, it had a uh, suitable. It had a. Uh, it it kind of had its own. A, a human life could live on it, with a temperate weather cycle. Even though it was a man-made uh, planet, I guess. Anyway, that's 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 what all the. Episodes. So we have an idea of what may happen, and we'll actually see whether any of it actually comes to be. Right. Right. Uh, let's see. What else on these two episodes did we want to pick up on that uh, were written down by people that wanted, they wanted to bring up that we haven't brought up yet? Well, let me actually consult my notes. There weren't many. Fair enough. Fair enough. Please do. Well, oh, we didn't really talk about Halsey. Well, yes, the short stuff with Halsey. Right, where she's going through the fidelity test. Whatever yeah, that was going on. How, how, how did she even get captured in this weird thing that we have here? Oh, well, see, the season <laughs> ended. They changed showrunners. <laughs> they retconned it. And, 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 and then she... And then they just imagine shit happening off screen, like uh, like uh, Cortana being pulled out of uh, Master Chief's brain. Um, and her design was different too. Cortana's design was different than the first season. They changed yes. that. Is that making her more like the video game design? They, well, they said it was supposed to be more inspired by the game, but uh, you know, it, it, it's more you know, it's more just, it's more like weapon, which is the yeah. the thing that the. the the character after Cortana. So, but the voice from the the lady who does the voice for Cortana was still there. She's yeah, still right. credited. So it's just they changed the design. Right, right. And and they did change the design in various uh, games. Um, uh, so that that is true. But uh, uh, so I have a question for you guys. But there's I can't conic versions of the character. But anyway, yeah. continue. So the question I was going to ask is, so when he's getting her to run the simulations, the obvious thing is assuming that it's the simulations of how long or like what is the victory level for the Covenant attacking. Did you think it was something else that he was getting her to do and this was like a little swerve or? Explain that in further detail. What so, do you mean? so, so when he goes to Cortana, the the yeah. doctor, evil doctor guy, and he goes to her and he's talking to her about the simulations, and she had what a ninety seven point five percent, um, whatever the rate was, and he's like, oh, and then she's like, there's no, like basically, there's no 
way you're going to get out of this. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he has a little line about, well, I'll, I'll see you later. And she's like, yeah, but you're not going to. Not if the simulation is correct. So then I was wondering, is it this like kind of like, oh, pretending that this is for the Covenant attack? Or is this like he's got a medical issue that he's dealing with? Or like, what what was your thoughts on that? Honestly, I, I don't know. So I, I, I really didn't think about it. What, what, what about the other two, uh, Baron and, and Mike? What did you guys think? What, 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 and, and if you can't answer that, what, what did you guys think of the whole Halsey thing in the first place? I don't know what to think of the Halsey thing. I, I, it, again, we've seen this before, too. We've seen it in West, Westworld. <laughs> where the character is being held on and experimented on, you don't really find out <laughs> no, why until the end. Um, doesn't really look like anything to me. Um, but other than it shows that she was a psycho because she burned down her father's tree. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and what the whole point of the are they clones? I, was, that's what, all I could figure out because she was working I mean, on clones last season, so it would make sense that those are clones, right? I mean, they're they're gingers, so we know they're, they have no souls. So that's clearly <laughs> that's what maybe that's to... why they're dying. <laughs> they have no souls. Eventually, their body just gives out because there's no soul. Uh, oh wait, Sean, are you a ginger? Hey, don't go there. <laughs> don't go there because I will steal if I have to. I've seen the contracts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so for any of our ginger listeners out there, please know that was talking shit about Sean, not necessarily talking shit about you. It would, you were just collateral damage. Um, <laughs> always against the Canadian. As all gingers, as all gingers deserve. <laughs> Barrett, I thought we were friends. We are. We are. You are the best as friend. Much as you can ever trust red-haired friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of my best friends are red-edged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's great! (laughs) I really don't know where they're going with it. Um, I like I know the the what's what's the uh, the the new bad guy's name? Anderson. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, sounds right. I know he's a character. Ackerson or something. Ackerson, whatever. He's been in I think the, the comics. Or something before the character. I, I just picked that up and somebody talking about it. Because um, yeah, he's a character in the actual Halos, like the books, I believe. Or the books, something, yeah. Yeah. So I know he's there. So, I just don't know in what regard. Um, he's like a he's a he's a rival to Halsey, is what I understood it to be. So because so, the, he's doing one, she's doing one Spartan program. She's doing a different Spark, Spartan program, and they're like trying to top each other to be the chosen Spartan program. At least that's what I got it as. Okay. But I really have no idea what the whole thing with the Cortana or AI thing was. I don't... I, I don't that I didn't understand really what the point of that was. Like, what, what, what were they getting at? But. Well, and I feel like this Cortana separation from him is, is short-lived, so why yeah. do it? <laughs> it's like... I don't know. It seems like a weird plot point let's, to have Let's take that thing and... that we just spent an entire season doing. <laughs> yeah. And then we're just gonna we're just gonna Jedi mind trick it away. You know, we're just gonna Yeah. You don't need to be bonded to Cortana. So, so I mean if there's a dangerous precedent where if you keep doing this stuff, then people will not watch because 
you're just going to retcon anything you've spent a whole freaking season watching. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I don't know if the the, the concept, I know the, I don't know if the term originated with the TV series uh, community, uh, but certainly the idea has been there before, which is uh, the idea of um, a repilot, which is basically where you you relaunch a show in the middle of its run. Uh, and you just kind of shake up the status quo, and so it's sort Wasn't of like, it like Bobby's uh, dream sequence death that was in Dallas that season, where the whole season was just a dream. Yeah, there's that. I don't know if that was a repilot, but that's yeah, that's yeah. And, and this but, is this is basically feels like uh, like the example I can easily think of was the fifth season of Angel, where they just completely upended the okay, yeah. structure of the show. Um. For better or worse is, is irrelevant. It's just they did it. And and that seems to be what they were doing here. And yet they're like, okay, we're going to completely forget about everything that happened last season before we bring back everything that we did last season. Right. And and that that's why it's 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 kind of a head scratcher. Um if we had never seen Quan again other than the actress and her her, her accountant, uh I don't think anybody would have really cared. But if we never saw uh, Bo Kim Woodbine again, I don't think it really would have impacted the story very much. I don't think the fans would have been outraged. Um, I'm sure they would have come up with something else. But if you're trying to communicate a fresh start to your fans or detractors, in, in this case, then leaning heavily back on the stuff that you already did isn't the way to, to send that message. But that's a new color of paint. That's it. Doesn't make a difference. <sighs> and, and, I, and again, I, I want to always be careful. I, I Unfortunately, I say this way too often with the shows we cover, <laughs> is that it's a whole season. Yeah. I don't want to judge it until it's done. Well, we're already um, a quarter of the way through, though. But we're already a quarter with Asia. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part that worries me because they cut off an episode already, so we only get eight. And in the first day, we see two of the episodes. So it's <laughs> we're halfway to halfway. <laughs> uh, which means everything's going to be stellar from all the way, the, the way, all the way through, right? We shall see. Like I said, there's things I really like about the show and yeah. I'm enjoying. Um, there are definitely flaws. The biggest one, I think, is still the the no camera thing. <laughs> but I don't know. Like if we weren't doing the podcast, I probably wouldn't keep watching Halo because it's just not enough for yeah. me. For what I, like, I, And I like sci-fi. I love sci-fi stuff. But it, for me, it's just it's not doing anything for me. Right. So if we weren't doing the podcast, I, it was like, Phil, what, what was the series we talked about before? Where like, if you weren't doing the podcast, you wouldn't have been continued watching it. Oh, uh, Last of Us. Yeah, there you go. Right. So yeah, yeah I, I would have dumped it after three episodes. It's terrible. I would I would have just asked. Oh, like, I, I, Lovecraft Country was another one. Is the is the is the is, has the series gotten any better? Oh, the um, stand was another one. But and 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 we'll see. Like, so we'll be, we'll, yeah. we'll find out at the end of the show. I um this this feels more like a I would have given the because I knew the change in showrunners I would have given the second season a shot um I don't know if I would have stuck with it for very long 
Um, I would have because my wife likes it, so I'd be watching it. Yeah, well, well that's, yeah, that, that's how I ended up you know, sitting through all seven or eight seasons of Fear the Walking Dead, which is, if you want to complain <laughs> about any of the shows that we've reviewed, oh, <laughs> please go watch seasons four, five, six, seven, and eight of Fear the Walking Dead and wonder how anyone got paid for that. Yeah, um, I, I stopped at season three or four. I can't remember. That was the place to stop. Season three was good. And season four was the start of the decline where they changed the showrunners. Right. And it just kept getting worse and worse. Which you think wouldn't have been possible, but oh no. <laughs> Anything uh. is possible. <laughs> yeah. You said we couldn't get lower? We'll get very low. And they did. We'll do it for the final episode. We'll change the motivation of the main character three times. That's a swerve. You weren't expecting it. Ugh. That's like Russo booking and the wrestling. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know what to say other than the fact that I'm way more invested in one storyline than any of the others. It, it, by coincidence, happens to be the storyline with the nominal main characters. Um <laughs> And, and but other than it's really hard to say much beyond that because not a whole lot has actually happened. Yeah. And you know you get glimmers of greatness like that. That whole scene in the fog was really awesome when he was fighting. Yeah, that was a cool scene, right? Yeah, that was really good. And so it makes it hard to. Uh, it keeps me going a little bit, but yeah, there's still. Just worrying signs. I, I think they could have just not wanted to completely write off what they had invested in, and let's be honest, which they do have contracts for, and with with certain actors, and um, yeah. and are trying to salvage things rather than just write them off completely. You know, sometimes it is better to amputate the limb. That was the there was there was also the line about the back end, and Sometimes it's better to 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 take a small loss than to, to than to go for the win. Um, yeah. and and that might also apply to to the show. I don't know. That um, was meta. <laughs> well, if it was intended to be meta, you know, I didn't even think of it at the time. I was like wondering, oh, wait a minute, was throwing the the the, the religious kooks out out you know into the the, <laughs> the last so planet? Funny. Was that was that just commenting on the on on the religious stuff from the first season? Um, I don't know if it was <laughs> intending to be meta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it could have been, and I could have just missed that it was a meta commentary. <laughs> that makes it more exciting than that way. When we're looking at it that way, I can look at this show for a different uh, perspective now <laughs> for the episodes going forward. Right. I, I think I, I think my biggest issue at this moment is that we went through all of last season, for better or worse, and it feels like we just got reset back to zero. And we get to start it all over again. And it felt yeah. like there was almost no reason to, to have gone, gone through season one at all. Yeah. And if we seriously go to the last 30 seconds of the last episode of this season and then get a glimpse of Halo, yeah. and then you're waiting to come back for season three, yeah, no, thank you. Well, look, if they are going to do the Fall of Reach, cool. Yeah. And then that would justify the first half of the season. And then if you end up then the rest of the season going 
to Halo or getting to Halo or finding Halo. And then uh, we spend the last episode on the, on, on Halo. Okay. I, I, I'd be okay with that. If it's, we're literally going to step off the ship and there is Halo or look out a window and there's Halo and tune into season three. Uh, then, then all I'm going to say is that the, the, the preceding eight episodes could have been some pretty fucking phenomenal stuff in order to have me not be pissed off. <laughs> That's true. What are your thoughts, Phil? Well, I, I've, I've pretty much explained what I feel about these shows when, when they don't follow the source material. Um, and again, we, we've discussed why they don't do it and whatnot, but you know, money constraints and, and such, but I feel a, it's like you said, Sean, with, with the, the Godzilla films, you know, who, who cares about the people and, and, and the walking dead stuff, which is, I, I don't, I don't need to see people hating people and being evil and fighting people. I, I mean, I just want to see what I see star in the game. Um, and, I I felt it was going to be a war thing, and you know, and maybe it will be because, like Mike mentioned, you know, we got we got Reach coming up, so we'll we'll find out um, <clears throat> pretty quick uh, in the season. But as as you said, Mike, uh, the first two episodes, whether one was a little better than the other, or pieces made one good and and other pieces made the mediocre. The, the point is, is, is you, you said you were, were a little, I guess, bored or, or, or whatever in the chat. First episode, I want not, not so much for the first second. Fair enough. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it's just, just uh, unfortunate how uh, these first two episodes just, just weren't what I was expecting. Well, I especially mean, if you're breaking it down to the fact that this is the quarter of the season. And half of the quarter of the season was hum ha. If you're looking at it that way, right? Yeah, and and that's true. It's it's. I don't know. But uh, like I said, we're just gonna have to wait as as the yeah. next episodes pop up, um, and we'll know. We, if we all is, want this... the series to be good. Right, we want to actually do series we enjoy and actually have fun watching, and then be able to talk about. So it'd be nice for. Oh, no, I've been. I've, I'm actually on the payroll for Peacock, uh, and I'm just oh, here to trash this. Okay, fair enough. Well, at least we know where where your allegiance is lying. Yeah, and and, and it's, I'm being paid by Peacock, so you know I sell out cheap. <laughs> Indeed. Um, all right. Uh, anything else that we wanted to talk about on the first two episodes? It's just good to be, ga- to be back with you guys. That's what I will say. Yes. It's good to hear from you, Sean. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, Did it you stop is, the it. fires? Uh, yeah, for a moment. I'm with, uh, we're not getting enough snow this winter, so I'm sure we'll get more fires uh, this year coming. So fantastic. I took my first visit to Canada last summer. It was the middle of the oh, fires. Oh, God. <laughs> Ah, good times. Good times. Oh, you were in Canada, Mike? Very briefly. I just just uh, hitting Niagara Falls. 
Okay. Yeah. Love Niagara Falls. Canadian side. It's better than the U.S. side. Ooh. Right, right. Talking it's true. Yeah, uh, it's true. Man, yeah, it's like I, I, it's uh, like the Wizard of Oz. Black and white, and then you go over to the Canada side, and it's like color. Nice. Right. Yeah. That's cool. But you can uh, call me a traitor. <laughs> um, anything else that anybody wanted? Son of a bitch. Anybody else that anybody <laughs> wanted to bring up that we haven't, or are we good? I was just going to say that I, I know this is aside yeah. from the series, but yeah. for anybody who has uh, Max or whatever you call it down in the states, uh, the True Detective season is really good. Agreed. All right, that's good. Um, what else? No, I think that's it. I think we're haloed out. I think so. Right. All right, sounds good. So uh, that's our thoughts on uh, the first two uh, episodes of uh, Halo season two. Uh, as you can tell, it was it was a little mixed. Um, but again. I don't think it was any different than the 64% average audience score. Um, so, so we're pretty, pretty uh, locked on to the regular audience. Uh, it's the critics that, that have it at almost 20 points higher. Um, so uh, next week is uh, Visigarad, and that's February 15th. That, that one's coming out, so that's three days from now. And uh, we'll probably record that on the 19th, Monday. Um, to have an episode released on the 20th. Um, all right, so let's give our final thoughts on these two episodes here. Uh, so let's start with you, Mike. What do you got? Like I said, I was bored by the first episode after the opening scene, and even then, I had a little issue with it. But um, I liked the second half better. I was interested in the holiday stuff. I was, at least was well done, even if I don't know where it was going. And I'm interested in the personal development with the with with Riz and the Spartans uh, and the mission. Uh, the rest of it, I'm not invested in yet. I'm just keeping an open mind. Try. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was good enough. I, I wasn't ter- uh, terribly bored, but it's definitely not um, what what I'm hoping for. A hundred percent. I did love the the first scene in the first episode <laughs> with the elites and the mist and all that. That was pretty good. Um, but all in all, um, it kind of reminded me a little bit about like the, like the first episode, I mean the first season uh, where there was uh, too much machinations between the government and, and things of that nature. Uh, but but we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thoughts. Uh, let's go with you, Sean. What do you got? Uh, yeah, so I hope it gets better. I really do hope it gets better. Uh, first episode, yeah, was not, there's some good stuff, like the elite stuff was cool and, you know, hoping it to be more of that kind of thing, you know, being a Halo and all. Um, but not so excited to see some of the side plot stuff that seemed to take a lot of time that at this point, you know, if this, if it comes back and the auction thing becomes a huge point and they explain it and, pays off great but it just seems that there's too much of that 
and not enough on the actual main story stuff. And that's just where I am. All right, sounds good. Uh, what about you, Barrett? What do you got? Um, I probably liked it the most of anybody, but I still see the flaws and there are some issues with it. Um, I'm hopeful that we're going to see some big battles. Um, I guess we'll see. All right, sounds good. So uh, that's pretty much our reviews. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week as well. Um, so uh, uh, email darkdiscussions at aol.com and just put it in Halo in the subject line, and uh, that means we'll be able to search through our uh, 40 or 50 emails that we get a, a week from um, various um uh, companies that, that are, are sending us press releases and things of that nature, uh, we'll find your email and then we'll read your email next week on, on next week's podcast episode. Uh, and it's always good to uh, know that people are out there listening besides the numbers that we see of downloads and, and whatever. Um, so uh, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, and with all that stated, uh, Sean, why don't you lead us out? Oh no, that's, that's I'm just a Canadian here. I leave it up to the 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 OGs to do it. Oh, for crying out loud! All right, let's yeah. go, Mike. Mike, what do you got? All right, well, thank you once again for listening to or for joining us for the first time to Cortana's Communique, uh, an examination of the Halo Paramount Plus TV series. And until next time, I'll just say, Canada sucks. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.